we present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello, and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. And I'm sorry to say that we begin with some sad news. Graham Garden has gone down with Hong Kong flu and is unable to be with us. Hong Kong flow, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's, <laughs> it's a pity Tim didn't get it. <laughs> uh, I'll, ex I'll explain. His, his home, you see, is in Cookham Dean, and I could have said Hong Kong flew over the Cookham nest. That, no groaning. You're going to hear much worse than that in the next half hour. Here are the teams now. We're delighted that Barry Cryer is being partnered tonight by Kenny Everett. And welcome their opponents, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. And finally, please welcome our lovely scorer, Samantha. Right, well, we start with the round double feature. And this takes its premise from the poverty of the international film industry. For economic reasons, new films will have to be remakes of pairs or groups of old films, and I want you to hear the resulting title. And uh, let's start with you, Barry Cryer. Well, this is a bumper bundle. Um, this is Good. a combination of morons from outer space, terror in the aisles, and revenge of the nerds to make a new film called The Price is Right. <laughs> Willie. Well, such have been the success of the Raj films and television series. They're doing one now. They're marrying Carry On Up the Khyber and Gandhi, and they're calling it Back Passage to India. Hi, <laughs> oh, Kenny. I'm not following that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> I've got here a company of wolves morons from outer space and killing fields uh, which is wolves versus Millwall <laughs> Tim well, a combination of television programs of Thames television are combining um, give us a clue with whose baby and they're calling it the Cecil Parkinson story <laughs> <laughs> any advance on those? Dance with a Stranger and A Man Like Eva the Lionel Blair story <laughs> how about the the egg and I spellbound and private function is <laughs> yes every which way but loose <laughs> <laughs> Willie, you must have... Oh, I, I just think the marriage go round in the hasty heart and the film is called Isn't It High Time Russell Hardy Got Married? <laughs> well, then perhaps not. No, perhaps not. Right. This is the point where uh, I give the teams advance notice of the ball for which they'll be providing the announcements for the late arrivals at the end of the programme. And this week I've chosen the Beautician's Ball. The Beautician's Ball. Oh, good. We have a round now called Guinness Book of Records, and for this round I shall be giving our team some statistics, and I want to know what record they represent. We're going to start with you, Barry Cryer. Your statistic is three minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor's second marriage. <laughs> 
Or a rather painful memory I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> I'd say it was a wild exaggeration. <laughs> but then I wasn't there. No. Do you want to know the real answer? I would, I, I'm, I'm a god. It was the time in which a, in which a Mr. Roy Dean solved the Times crossword puzzle. How have I struggled along without knowing that? <laughs> Willie Rushton, here's your statistic. 250,000 tons. As lost by 1985's Slimmer of the Year, Clive James. <laughs> <laughs> or you could say that it's the largest garbage dump weight. I did. <laughs> for, a, for an extra mark on top of those 15, do, do, can you tell me where the largest garbage dump is? House of Commons. <laughs> Well, actually, it's Staten Island. Kenny, here's your statistic. I wish I could say statistic. Uh, 1,050 dozen. Claire Rainer's breakfast. <laughs> Last count of the Nolans. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. It was the number of eggs shelled in one shift. You managed to say that's all right. <laughs> Carefully, but right. For those of you, and um, that was a retake. <laughs> Samantha, ten marks from Timbrook. <coughs> Tim, here's your figure. <laughs> Seven pounds, thirteen and ninepence. An entry in Mandy Rice Davis's diary. <laughs> For our older viewers. <laughs> What's that in new money? Impossible. <laughs> what are the true facts? The Tom? true facts. It's the cheapest film ever made. <laughs> Name it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't know what, it, what the film was? No, I don't. Well, it was made in 1905. Ah. I would have thought you'd have known. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film called Rescued by Rover. <laughs> made in 1905. Here are some record holders, and I'll throw these out to you now. Barry, first of all, what record does Barry Manilow hold? <laughs> the world's biggest Vic inhaler. <laughs> yes, and he also <laughs> achieved the fastest sellout on Broadway. Willie Rushton. Sell out that quickly. <laughs> well, he also fits exactly in the cockpit of Concord. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, here's one for you. What record does Aaron Spelling hold? Aaron Spelling. I think he cured the most dyslectics in the Third Reich. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. You embellish. <laughs> Personal friend of Hilker. <laughs> Compared with that, the real answer is terribly boring. He's, he's the most prolific TV producer. Good Lord. Kenny Everett now. What uh, record does Marlon Brando hold? Oh, the most money for not appearing in a film. <laughs> Very nearly right. He's the highest paid actor for any single role. <laughs> Up to this date, but my agent is working on a contract. <laughs> Tim, here's yours. What record does Ian Botham hold? His record must be... So many years, he claims to have always kept off the grass. 
which is pretty clever. That's very subtle, yes. He was the first to reach 2,500 runs and 250 wickets in Test cricket. And we hurry on to the next game. It's all limericks. I'm going to ask you to make up some limericks that are suitable for broadcasting. That's a new rule, Humphrey. I'll give you the first line and then you take one line each. We're going to start with you, Kenny. Hooray for the venerable Bede, who frequently scattered his seed. <laughs> twixt, twixt altar and pew. He would seek postures new. <laughs> and whenever it rained, cried, Godspeed. <laughs> Okay, here's one for you, Tim. The stripper's pet boa constrictor. <laughs> would purr like a cat as he licked her. <laughs> well said, Kenny. Barry. He once bit her fan. Oh, that's clean enough, anyway. <laughs> Poor innocent man. <laughs> In the back of an old Vauxhall Victor. <laughs> Right, Barry, here's your first line. The train driver told his young stoker. <laughs> Continue the motif. Uh, it's it's uh, time for a game of strict poker. It's a grand thing to do. As you're speeding through crew. <laughs> and when Elsie gets on, we'll be coker. <laughs> We'll do one more of those in the hope that it'll be fit for broadcasting. The man has gone quite red. Yes. <laughs> Willie Rushton, here's a line for you. There was a young man from our broth <laughs> who was constantly plating his truth. To girls local and foreign. Foreign. He'd lift up his foreign. <laughs> then hang upside down like a slope. <laughs> I think we can finish with you, Jim. <laughs> Many programs right, at do. at the end of that run, I'm going to ask uh, the lovely Samantha what the story is. Oh. <laughs> Two, I think, if there's anything to go by. Uh, leaning over the buttons as we speak. William Tim. What's that? William Tim eight. He's in the world of his own, poor <laughs> It's the first time we've had a scorer. I'm going to enjoy it. He's reading her sideways. <laughs> William Why did she nearer to us than we are to her? Barry and Kenny, 17. Oh, Samantha. Oh, come on. 
Let's go down there. Go down there. We're going to play. We're going to play now the round which is wittily entitled "One Song to the Tune of Another." Tim, I want you to sing. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts to the tune of "We'll Keep a Welcome in the Hillside." <coughs> <laughs> Colin Sell will accompany you at the piano. Got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, standing in a row. A big one, small one, some as big as your head. Give them a twist of the of the wrist. That's what the showman said. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. me rich there stands me wife the idol of the mere what a showstopper now then Stanley, <laughs> you were piecing uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious to the tune of the German national anthem <laughs> Seeing my old man's a dustman to the tune of the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> Good intro. He looks a proper nana in his great big hobnail boots. He's got such a job to pull them up that he calls them Daisy Roots. <laughs> oh, my old man's a dustman. <laughs> And he lives in a council flat. And he lives in a council flat. Oh, he looks up from banana in his red big hobnail boots. He's got such a job to pull them up that he calls them Daisy That was my best bit. <laughs> Kenny Everett, we've given you an easy one as you're new to the program. Will you sing Daisy Bell to the tune of Funiculi Funiculi? <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer. 
You get a, an extra mark there because there was a lady in the front row singing along with you. <laughs> <laughs> the attendants yeah. are removing her at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to move on now to play our regular game, Mornington Crest. Uh, and Kenny, because you're playing this game for the first time, we're going to give you a bit of help. And just for you and not for any of the others, Oxford Circus is wild. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, having given you that bit of help, we'll start with you. Beecham Place. Brewer Street. Old Compton Street. Wimbledon High Street. Oh, so it is. <laughs> Always safe there. Wimbledon High Street. Yes. I challenge that. You're in no position to. You get on with it. <laughs> You've got a wild in. By definition, if there's a wild in there, you can't do Wimbledon no, High Street. I don't accept the challenge. Carry on, Kenny. West End Lane, probably. Is that all one word? I mean, West End Lane, probably. West Eleven. Yes. Oh, um, I said probably. No fun thing with amateur. <laughs> Great Marlborough Street, I suppose. Great Street. Yep. Sorry, Willie. Frith Street, all right? Oh. Well, that's me out. Frith <laughs> Street on the. Why don't you play the wild card? There's a wild one. Oxford Circus. Now, give him a chance. Morning to Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I think Sorry, that was pretty shabby. It was. not played it before. Yeah, quite. Mm -hmm. he didn't well, you, you're looking very smug now, but going straight in after the first while. He played it to the third round, that's the point. Right. Yeah. Anyway, there's no room for sentiment in this game. No. So. <laughs> Jim's the winner on that one, and the scores are now level pegging. <laughs> we go on to a new round called Lies All Lies. I'm going to give a team member a subject, and he must try to lie about it for a minute. And if he tells the, if he tells the truth, he can be challenged, and the challenger must then take over. And this is an individual game. This isn't a team game, so anybody can challenge. We're going to begin with you, Willie, and your subject is Breakfast TV. All anybody doesn't want to know about breakfast television is what does Selena Scott do in her spare time? I can reveal. She has for 15 years been married to Russell Grant, <laughs> by whom she has had 12 children. He has named... Member of the SS. No, what? <laughs> Russell does have 12 children, and they're all inside him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dubious challenge there from Kenny. So, um, Willie, will you continue? What fun it is to look down the front of our Ford's frock. <laughs> no, how disgusting it is to look down the front of I don't know. Sorry, about, I don't know about Willie, yes. <laughs> yes, that's, that was the truth. Yes, so. Kenny, will you carry on telling lies about Breakfast TV? It's on at night, and it's very, very good. <laughs> And they talk about really important things for very short intervals of time. And the weather's always right. That's true. They only talk about important things for a very short time. <laughs> Except Lauren <Lord> Rat. <laughs> uh, 
That's true. Uh, but as you haven't had a turn, Barry, can you tell us some lies about uh, breakfast TV? Everybody wants there to be much more breakfast television. Two channels are not enough. People are saying Channel 4 should be on at 2 a.m. <laughs> BBC 2 should have James Burke on. <laughs> as opposed to James Burke. And uh, James Burke on my butcher, you wouldn't know him. But... <laughs> wonderfully entertaining and he could do you know a, a giblet for Europe and... <laughs> Barry has managed to lie for a minute in fact he lied for about six minutes but uh, you're the winner of that round and such yeah. such a success was that one that we're going to do another we're going to start to do Barry and we're going to ask you to lie if you can for a minute about the Sun newspaper <laughs> ah, this much challenge. Challenge from Tim. That's a lie in the first place. It can hardly call the sun a newspaper. <laughs> this fine minority appeal newspaper, struggling along, appealing to little coterie of intellectuals and <laughs> devotees of minority interests, is one of my favourite publications. Uh, I challenge from Tim. That's true, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you found the loophole. Yeah, I'll accept that, yeah. Tim, oh, Willie. Willie, yeah, you have a go. Rupert Murdoch is not Australian, despite all the evidence of the country. <laughs> he comes like Robert Maxwell from Transylvania. <laughs> um, he is too... Vampires don't like mirrors. Blood. <laughs> yes, that round goes to Barry. We're going to play a game now called Hide and Seek. And uh, we've played this on the program before, but this week it's, we're going to play it in a slightly different way. It's going to be the audience's turn to hide. <laughs> Weren't you praying for this? You mean the audience here as opposed to our listening public? Yeah. People can join in at home if they wish. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to count up to ten, during which time you must hide, and then on the count of ten, the teams will start to try and look for you. Ready? Off you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Coming, ready, ready or, or not. <laughs> Off you go, teams. Look at that flower pot. If we keep very quiet, we may hear where they are. Oh, ah, they're over no. there. <laughs> okay, don't listen. I think they're in the piano. Either that or Colin's been at the gym again. Well, as nobody managed to find them, we're going to have to call that game off because, as you know, this program has limited time and we have to hurry along to invite our teams to introduce the late arrivals at the Beautician's Ball. That's is open for anybody. I'm going to just sit here and enjoy it. <laughs> Can the audience join in this one as well? <laughs> when they get back, yes. 
Mr. and Mrs. Slift and their daughter Faye. <laughs> Sir Pierce Dears. <laughs> Will you welcome, please, that well-known Welsh barber, Dye the Hair? <laughs> Not to mention oh, well, Mr. and Mrs. Shalal and their daughter, Faye. <laughs> My word, they don't come out often. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we've heard, uh, Willie. Here, <laughs> here are the cone tits and their daughter, Celia Cone Tits. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say cone. Are you? Oh. <laughs> uh, Sid Pencil, he was on Mastermind. We know him as the highbrow pencil. <laughs> and his friend, who's a pleasant plucker. <laughs> oh, there's that spiritualist osteopath who believes the medium is the massage. <laughs> and the well known German musician, hair conditioner. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Green and her daughter Sylvia Green. Latest manicure. The removals have just arrived. They're extremely rude, son. Very coarse Vince removal. <laughs> oh, look. Here comes Betty. Where's the wig? <laughs> Please welcome Mr. and Mrs. Spots Clear Up and their daughter Wilma Spots Clear Up. <laughs> uh, the well-known hairdresser Unisex once gave a henna rinse and a duck a bath. <laughs> You're on your own, Doc. <laughs> oh, I'm lacquered. <laughs> We've now run out of time, ladies and gentlemen, regrettably, so uh, until next time, from all of us, goodbye. Barry Cryer, Tim Brooke Taylor, Kenny Everett and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them for music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer.